your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you faithless slime. Hello, club members. I'm Kate. And I'm Ariana. And let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> Y'all wanted this. Don't act like you didn't. Because this is, this is, Ariana, explain why we're talking about The Exorcist again. Explain. Because Kate hates The Exorcist. <laughs> kind of, um, yeah. Irrationally. That's why we're having this conversation is because Kate is going to fight me today. And Ariana loves The Exorcist. <laughs> irrationally. So... <laughs> And so we've covered, this was actually, you know, Ariana's been with us for like, she's been on the pod for, oh my God, like two years. First episode, I listened. Oh, well, you listened to it before you were, you know, in the hot seat, t- causing mutinies and shit with the club <laughs> members. Yeah. But before I would, before I had convinced Ariana to do this with me, I did this um, one with Chris, who was my initial co-host, and it was our very, very, very first episode. So like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I had just bought this microphone off of Amazon, still using the same one. Pretty good one. Good for you. I've lost uh, two microphones since then. So <laughs> that yes, you actually have. <laughs> Well, I have that. This is the same one I had fourth year vet school where I was like, you know what? I'm losing my fucking mind. So I need a hobby. So I like horror movies. What horror movies do people want to talk about? Probably The Exorcist. I had never seen it. It was a great episode. It was number one. But Chris hated horror movies. And that was the whole shtick back then. That was the whole thing. Kate didn't like this movie. So it's basically someone who likes horror movies, but shitting on The Exorcist the whole time. Yeah. And then Chris... And then someone who's ready to shit on any movie. Doesn't like horror movies. So, of course, this movie didn't get justice. So here we are. And every time... It was was really low on our scoreboard because we've been doing the scoreboard literally since day one. Mm -hmm. That's why it looks the way it does. And every time we, like, have a guest on or anytime anyone looks at the scoreboard, which I'm just going to... On our website that Ariana made, our sexy website, nightlighthorrormovieclub.com... Um, where we rank all of the movies that we cover, it has been every time someone looks, they get really offended. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, very offensive. It's very offensive. Where The Exorcist was before that one Bryce came people. on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Hor- uh, Bryce from Horror Movie Talk saw that one and was like, and he's 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 a really chill guy. And he was like, what the fuck is this? And literally pressured me into moving it up. So where it is right now. Very concerning. It, on the score. That's also not where I would have put it. Like, that's the. Like people are upset about where it is on the scoreboard. So Ariana was like, I'm going to, she was in a shit stirring mood. <laughs> she headed over to our Patreon, uh, which is where our club officers, those are people who um, donate and support the club. They, uh, she likes to stir shit up there. So if you're interested <laughs> in, in in some light mutiny, just go ahead and uh, join the Patreon. Just some casual mutiny. It's fine. Casual mutiny. Because the last post she did before this one was, who do you love more, mommy or daddy? And made people <laughs> vote on whose horror movies they like the most. Ariana won. I love that everyone just assumed I'm daddy. Well, yeah, that's a daddy thing to do. <laughs> call me daddy. Call do me it. daddy. She is. You are daddy of the podcast. I think I used to call you club queen. Club daddy. Can yeah, I be club, club daddy? Club daddy. Am I club yes. mom? Club yeah, mama? you're definitely mama. Oh, I club love mommy. that. 
club mama. Well, um, <laughs> mama and daddy might be getting a divorce. So don't. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, kiddos. We're going to have to go to relationship uh, therapy after this. Some couples counseling. We're going to have to get joint custody of like a lot of children. <laughs> so y'all be thinking about who you want to spend your Christmases with. They all want to come to daddy's house on Christmas. That's what that post showed on oh Patreon. Oh my God. You know, how heartbreaking. And you just did that right in front of me. And then to just rub salt in the wound, what did you post next? Explain why we're here today. <laughs> she can't even. She's so pleased with herself. I love it. So... I forget. I feel like someone in the club recommended that we do that post. And the post is... A couple of people did, actually. Because everyone... Guys, I don't know if you know this, but we've had um, other co-hosts before when I was first getting the club started when it was a baby. But Ariana, like, has completely solidified what this club is like she brings the energy <laughs> who knew is lacking. two co-hosts that like horror movies who knew? would make a good <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't get anyone to do it with me i was bullying people into it and you're like i'll talk about horror movies you're not gonna like it but i'll do it <laughs> you're not gonna like it. you're gonna like it sometimes but most of the time not <laughs> but mostly in that you're like have you heard of antichrist I'm like, no what's that <laughs> god i was so naive back then so naive oh man it's gonna be rough i don't like fighting with you kate yes it's not do. fun for me no. it is fun for you it stresses well, me out a little bit here's here's the thing if it stresses you out know that everyone's on your side <laughs> <laughs> that's not true not it's everyone. very true no listen i've had listen like the podcast most people like we're a sweet we're a light we're a happy one we're a club everyone's really nice to each other that's like one of the main reasons i keep doing this is because i genuinely like everyone who's involved with it but a couple of times i've had people come at me on social media <laughs> because of the things i've said halloween which I'm not going to get into here. No, Maybe I agree that's... with you about Halloween. I agree. Yeah. We're on the same okay. page there. Okay, good. Well, that was on the poll that you made to revisit. So... Maybe yeah. one day, maybe one day. But number two is The Exorcist. People get really, really pissed off with me and what I have to say. So you, I think you're good. We can fight just like our <laughs> fucking Nightmare on Elm Street remake episode. But just know I love you. And I don't totally hate this movie. And my opinions may be different than they were when I first watched it. Oh, Not okay. shockingly. It, that tends to happen. I, that was, I, I have grown. I have matured. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Who was it? Michael Myers, who posted on our Discord. He was listening to the Hereditary episode when you said that people no. who do like clairvoyance are, what scam did you artists. say? Scam artists? <laughs> oh, my God. You were like tarot yeah. card readers are scam artists. Did, cut I, did to I say tarot card readers are something scam artists? Something like that. You oh were like, God. cut to today when Kate literally does a daily tarot reading for herself and posts about it on packs. social media of tarot cards <laughs> kate has evolved into a full witch she's a full witch well that just goes to show like form. you can you can change it also goes to show that yeah. we need to not listen to those old episodes you guys <laughs> don't worry about but it but it's Let's the just... first one the og and, and this one is hereditary was also around that time yeah it was episode four i think i was wondering because that was on the poll i was wondering if that was going to win because you i would love to talk about hereditary with you one day i honestly i thought haven't. hereditary was going to win i thought it was going to win We've, i did too but nope. the exorcist snuck in and you know what won by like one point i think it, <gasps> it was neck and neck i didn't vote either i did not vote it barely won well yes did you, you did vote? you voted i saw what you voted for Oh, I did on accident. I did see that. It was, what was it? It was... Um, Oculus. He voted yeah, for Oculus. I, I voted, 
That was on accident, I promise. Because <laughs> Oculus wasn't fucking winning. It had like two points. Yeah, I was going to say you were the only one who voted for Oculus, but that's a f- great fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. Like, I lo- I would love to talk about Oculus with you because we disagree on that. But that's like, Ariana, we got to s- stop bringing up other things. Ariana, you're always distracting me on this podcast. You know what? It's my fault. It is. I'm the one that gets distracted. It's I'll you. own up to it. <laughs> Listen, she took her ADHD meds today, approximately two hours ago in preparation for this argument. So Kate's at peak Ritalin right now. Peak Ritalin. <laughs> my Ritalin. Yeah, my Ritalin. Uh, anyway, we're ready. I'm ready to... Where do we even start, Ariana? I got a movie teaser for you. Oh, yes. Because what if people <laughs> haven't seen The Exorcist? What if no? What if you haven't heard of The Exorcist? Heard of it? <laughs> how many rocks do you live under? How did you find our podcast? If Helen you lo- Keller, how can you hear You're- this podcast? <laughs> how are you, Helen Keller, listening to this <laughs> podcast right now? <laughs> how many rocks do you live under? No. Okay. Here's your movie teaser. I, I, I'm excited. When a plucky young actress discovers <laughs> a demon in her cute young daughter... She embarks on a heartwarming adventure to save her daughter's soul, learning important lessons about friendship and courage along the way in this heartwarming family film. Who wrote this? <laughs> Did you Chat write GBT. this? I knew it. I was like, you use AI. <laughs> I love that shit. Though. I said, I said, write a movie teaser for The Exorcist in the style of a family friendly comedy That's, they still included like is possessed They're like well we can't <laughs> like we can't lie <laughs> i love that and i want to see someone cut the trailer to the exorcist to be like a family film amazing oh i my think God. you really could because there's a lot of cute reagan moments you know priest pre, pre she's suit. a fucking cute little girl she really is linda blair and she, that bitch she is so fucking famous she i was in the grocery store yesterday and, and you she saw was, her I, she was behind me buying just like a shitload pea of soup. peeps. There it, it is. Weird. Yeah, just like... her entire car was pea soup. I don't it was know. just filled with pea soup. <laughs> no, I saw she was on like a cover of a magazine. It was like t- st- we're, like we're still talking about The Exorcist. I guess because the new movie came out, I figured out. Yes, that's definitely why. And she was in the new movie. Obviously. Of course, yeah, like, you saw it, right? Wait, 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 wait. Linda Blair was. Yes. Okay, I would hope so. I know the mom was in the movie. The mom was in the movie. She had a main role. Linda yeah, Blair. She looks great. No spoilers. Comes in at the end for like two seconds for no That's reason. That's all we need, Literally honestly. No. Literally she, no I, reason at all. Makes no sense to the plot. It's fine. She's living her own life right now. Hold on. Quick tangent. What's Linda Blair up to right now? She's probably just like raking in the royalties, living it up. Wait, okay. You're the exorcist queen. Did you know that Linda Blair was nominated for an Oscar for this movie? Yes, Kate. Oh, my God. She won a Golden Globe. Because it's a great fucking movie. Oh, my God. The film is... Uh, listen, I'm not going to go into like the full blow-by-blow blow like I do normally for movies because we, we need to get to the fighting. But <laughs> I love Linda Blair as Reagan. She is like absolutely perfection. fantastic yes. perfection. Yes. I agree. I would not argue that. Like She's scary. She manages to be scary. She manages to be really endearing. Um, so yeah, the film established her as a scream queen. So yeah, just some appreciation, a li- little Linda Blair preach. But yeah, it looks like she's just doing her own, oh, her, oh, she's just doing her own shit now. Hell yeah, she is. I'm sure she doesn't have to work ever again. I'm so happy for her. Yeah, she's fucking great. Um, how do you feel about the mom character? How do you feel about Chris McNeil? I think she's fantastic. 
Okay, I agree. I agree. I like the character. I like the character. I think it's fun that she's an actress. I don't know. I just think movies within movies are fun. It's extremely fun. It's so meta. Mm -hmm. That's like amazing. We're here for it. I think maybe some parts were slightly overacted. Yes. But she's an actress. So, you but know. she's an act. Right. What are you so going to do? I can make Kinda my fits. head canon be yeah. the drama. The drama of it all. Also, like, I don't know how I would act if the, those things were happening to my daughter. I might be a 12. It's like a, it's not the amount of hysteria. Yeah. It's like not it's, quite believable. Hysteria. It's not believable. And yeah. it's very almost like theatrical, old timey. Banging on the walls, gasping oh, for Christ's so that's, sakes. That's another thing. So you, I would have expected you to, I'm surprised that you like this movie as much as you do, Ariana, because this movie is from 1973 yep. and you do not typically like older movies. Are we going to talk about that now? Because I have a whole spiel about why this movie is so much better than the rest of the movies in that era. I could not disagree with you more, but we will get there when we We're get there. We're going to fight, Kate. We're going to fight over 1970s. You okay? All right. I guess we'll get there. I'm just surprised because you've never seen Ariana. I was like, I asked Ariana, have you seen a black and white movie? Which I didn't think I had to ask people that. I have. I, I have was seen just raised around them. No, one. don't even. She's seen one. Guess which one it is, you guys. You already know what it is. And I knew what it was when she said that. It's a wonderful fucking life. <laughs> Who hasn't? That doesn't even count. That was my favorite Christmas movie as like a full child. Like my parents were a little bit it's worried about me. It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, but it's very dark for a Christmas movie for a child. It's fine. It's fine. It's I guess like, it is kind of dark. It's kind of like a little bit of like a horror thriller Christmas movie. We love it. Black Christmas. My mom's favorite Christmas movie is The Godfather. So like, you know what? To each their own. That's a good one too. Yeah. Just because it's about family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And there's snow. She's a psychopath. Aww. Anyway, back to The Exorcist and why you like it. How how, how do you want to die? How are we going to do this? <laughs> what's what's the genre you picked for this? Um. Okay. The genre I picked is bad movies. <laughs> my genre is it invented the genre. Come <laughs> at me, Kate. <laughs> it invented literally... Every single fucking devil movie from yeah. that point forward. When was The Omen? The Omen was 70s, but it was after, after. this, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Wait, are you sure? I'm like 80% sure. Look it up, though. Yeah, you're right. 1976. Yeah, three years um, later. And, uh, there's a lot of good movies that came out in the 70s. A lot of good horror movies. Carrie, for example. Mm, Carrie. I'm here for Carrie. Outstanding. Like it. Um, what else? Based on a book, like, though. Texas Chainsaw. Based on a book. What does that have to do with anything? This is based on a book, is it? I'm just saying the storyline wasn't as inventive as something like The Exorcist because the it's Exorcist, based on a book. They just, the Exorcist used like a real story and just made a movie out of it. Yeah, but I doubt IRL, this girl was doing the things that she's fucking doing. Well, IRL, in this movie. it was a guy named Roland Doe. Do your research, Ariana. Roland she Doe? She acts like an exorcist pro, but listen, she don't know listen, Roland Doe. That's a stupid name. Also, <laughs> well, it's what it's about. Listen, I didn't do any research on the real thing because there's so much to talk about in regards to this movie specifically. Okay, well, I there. could not stop. I could not stop. Me and Kate were supposed to record at 11. I pushed it back. Here we are at one o'clock starting to record. Classic. 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 Um, <laughs> but Oh my God, I have so much content to talk Ariana about. Ariana says we're on a time crunch and I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say. 
You know what? <laughs> Sit down. So I'm going to tell you about Roland Doe because you're tell like, me. oh, tell me. Beca- just because you're like, oh, this is original content and Carrie wasn't like, no, bitch. Um, Roland Doe. It's not even the 13. same gender. Okay, go ahead. Go. Sure. Well, that's because little girls are scarier. Okay. So what you're saying is they took a quote unquote real story and then made a little girl literally be masturbating with a crucifix, mm-hmm. screaming, fuck me. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. That's no, that's awful. And something's wrong with you. Did this guy do that? Are all these things documented? No, this guy, um, he did some weird shit. So he was seen, he was taken care of. He was tended to at Georgetown University, which is uh, what they do here. Um, he was released, like the doctors couldn't find anything wrong with him. And then of course, Roman Catholic priest comes along is like, you're possessed, gets, gets permission from the archbishop to begin the rite of exorcism, which is exactly what they do in the movie. Uh, only obviously like none of this shit happened because like this isn't real. But there was like a lot of shit he did, like... um pinning a t- like holding him down to the bed of course and like things like that so that's not the scary parts and the fun parts of this movie are not based on the real life i'm sure okay. of it sure <laughs> fine but if your argument is like it's 100 percent original content and like they invented it my argument is it's more original than carrie <gasps> because carrie is based on a book where everything that happens in the movie happens in the book good yeah because it had good writing so it was a good movie yeah i'm just saying the writer of the exorcist did better because all of this nuanced shit never existed beforehand who's the writer of the exorcist ariana doesn't even know who wrote william peter blatty okay the film adaptation for his screenplay best known for his 1971 novel the exorcist so he wrote it the writer wrote the story and made the movie. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yes. Cool. So sounds like he's a creative guy. Sounds like <laughs> one point for Kate is what it sounds like. Why is that one point for because Kate? Because it's you were like, it's not even based. Carrie's based on a book, so that's cheating. This is based on a book. He wrote the book and he wrote the movie. It's not like Stephen King created this Carrie movie. It's like someone wow. read Carrie and was like, I'm going to make a movie out of this. Okay, so Points we're just going to be Point irrational the whole time. Okay, all right. <laughs> Moving right along. Y'all see where this is going. You know what? Moving right along. Right. and daddy. You all do see. <laughs> y'all start putting post-it notes on the stuff you want at your house. Listen, we're going to draw a line down our house, and you're not allowed to cross into my part of the no. house. No. <laughs> no. 100%. Listen, pick a side, any side. <laughs> all right, wait. I have a few things to say about the cast, unless you have cast things to say. No, I just wanted to talk about the main bitch. That's all. Okay. So this is this is what I'm going to say about Ellen Burstyn, which is the actress who plays Chris McNeil, aka the mom character. Legit, legit had no idea this bitch was in Requiem for a Dream. Had no idea. Like in my head, I do. Is she the old lady? Like she's the, crazy... the old lady in Requiem. Oh my! What a what? What a different role, bro. I spend. 99% of my daily energy working to not think about Requiem for a Dream. Bro, same. <laughs> we all watched it way too no young. Idea. And we're trying no to forget idea. the refrigerator scene. We should cover oh. that. That's a horror movie. No, that's what I'm saying. We should definitely have a poll that's like horror adjacent movies and that can be on it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, message me on Instagram or Facebook um, if you have any ideas because I like that idea. Horror adjacent. Okay, so I'm going to say this. She's 41 in this. She's when she's playing. She looks awesome. She's 41. And I love that she's like playing a 41 year old actress. Yes. See, that's what I love. Love that. Amazing. 
Also, guess who else was 41? <laughs> what a weird thing to say. Guess who else? <laughs> who else? Father Marin, which is the old priest. Ew. Uh... He was 41, Kate. Oh, no. They were the uh... same age. He does not look 41. He looks like he's in his 80s, and that's because oh. he had four hours of makeup I to knew make it. him look like he's in his 80s. He doesn't really look like that. that. Why didn't they just hire someone older? That's what I said. I'm like, what is the point of that? All right, uh, Friedkin, whatever you gotta do. He looks convincingly old. I'll he say does. that. Versus yeah. like, you know, like in Fright Night when they try to make um, Rodney McDowell's character like old and they right. just like, spray paint his hair. Or like in Midnight Mass, where we all saw through it immediately. Yeah, I agree. I didn't. Okay. Wait. You no, know, yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> you definitely did. Don't try to distract me with Midnight Mass. Don't try to butter me up. <laughs> Don't try. It won't work. Uh. All right. Do people want to know what happens in this movie or no? No. <laughs> all right. Let's do it. Did you guys used to go through the play-by-play of movies back in the day? I don't think you did. Always. Wait, really? Some of them I think you did. And then some of them you didn't. LOL. Ariana's like, I've been a fan of this show forever. Listen, Kate, I will quote exact episodes to you where you did not, because I remember sitting 10 feet away from where I'm sitting right now, listening to an episode being like, where's the blow by blow? The first one you did not do it in is your it episode. And I remember texting you and being like, why didn't you tell me what happened in it? And you were like, because it's a terrible movie and we hated it. And... Everyone knows what happens. I I just wanted to talk about the CGI the whole time is what I wanted to talk about. I, I was mad. Listen, I'll revisit it as well when I'm less angry. I was like, I know you guys are here to talk about the movie, but I'm going to wax poetic about how the book is better for an hour and a half. I hope you're down. Yeah, right. Everyone's like, God damn it. I just want to know what happened in this fucking movie. All right, you guys, if you're too scared to watch The Exorcist because you don't want to vomit or go to the hospital. I did get scared. I got scared watching this, not watching it, but after. Oh, really? Like when you were going to bed? I, well, yeah, because I was I thought, the you know, it's from the 70s. I'm not going to be scared by it. Like, I'll be fine. And I watched it alone while I was pet sitting in a place in the woods. Every single one of Kate's stories involves her watching a horror movie alone, alone in a in cabin a house, in the woods in a cabin in the woods because i used to live there <laughs> that was my oh my god every i can't single, with you every single story we love it's where it. i lived i'm not gonna stop <laughs> watching horror movies just because i live in a horror movie why are you always alone as a child i have so many questions oh no i was pet sitting not babysitting Mm, mm -hmm. and they were like old call they were not going to protect me you know what i mean so i didn't feel yeah and it was wall it was like you know the full wall like floor to ceiling mirrors i mean floor to ceiling mirrors and windows mirrors in this house i was in a literal (laughs) carnival watching this movie (laughs) i was in a ballet studio (laughs) (laughs) that would be terrible too but no it was just like an all glass house in the woods and whenever i went to bed i just kept imagining reagan like standing in the doorway Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I had a hard time sleeping. Oh, yeah. Doesn't that add points for you, Kate? The fact that this is from the 70s and scared the shit out of you? It did. Okay, good. I was going to say that's a good... She scared the shit out of me. That's a good point. You know what I mean? It's her. She gets all the credit. What? A character in the horror movie gets all the credit, but not the horror movie itself. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Got it. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is going to be a very irrational episode, you guys. So I I hope... Love it. Mommy and daddy need to, you don't, (laughs) I can go turn on the vacuum and play your PlayStation. Mommy's irrational today, guys. I don't know. Mommy's irrational? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Moving right along. Wait, let me tell you what happens, okay? So if you're too scared to watch this, here I am to give you a 
play by play. All right. She's going to guide you through this 1973 horror movie. (laughs) So the movie opens in our nation's capital, our good old D.C. We have 40-something-year-old single actress Chris McNeil starring in a film that's directed by her close friend, but definitely not more than that named Burke Dennings. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there, Ariana. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say, Kate. You ready? I'm going to fucking call it. Ready? Do it. Mm-hmm. The movie doesn't open in D.C. The movie starts in Iraq and it's really boring and they're on an archaeological dig and it's a fucking pointless scene and it goes on for way too long. Did I fucking call that? Not only did you call it, you did a perfect Kate impersonation. <laughs> also, you did you used the voice, but you said those exact words to me <laughs> when we were watching this movie together two weeks ago for I the Halloween not. challenge. You you literally said, I forgot about this scene. Yeah, because it doesn't really matter, but it's cool. It's cool. Exactly. It doesn't really matter. A lot of fucking horror movies. It's not a cool scene. It's excruciatingly dry and boring. I liked it. No, you literally didn't. I liked it on a rewatch once I was Daddy's expecting it. lying, everyone. Nope. I liked it on a rewatch. I could appreciate it more once I was like looking for what they were trying to do. And I get it. I get it. They like wanted to make you really work for what the plot is, which yes, we like. <laughs> that's what we like. See, that's the thing is like all these like artsy fucking movies from the 70s and 80s where I have to be like, what am I looking at? Like in The Shining when I'm like, at the end, when I'm looking at furries blow each other, I'm like, what am I looking at? We love that. <laughs> that Okay, do not compare the furry blowing a gentleman scene from The Shining to the most boring intro it's the exact of same. The Exorcist. Not the same. It's the exact same. Oh, my God. No, because one is fun. <laughs> it's just chaotic, just complete. I have no comfort in this movie. Not even the storyline is comforting because I I'm just so confused. That's what I love. I'm sorry. So this storyline for The Exorcist is comforting for you. Well, yeah, it's a comfort movie. <laughs> yes, but the storyline is what's comforting. Yeah, it's the movie. The whole movie is comforting. Okay. <laughs> Not taking that bait. <laughs> Kate's like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking out. My water. All right. Chris and her 12-year-old daughter, Reagan, live in a huge townhome in the city with a butler, housekeeper, and nanny because she's fucking great. 10 out of 10. Yeah, because she's a bad bitch. She'd be working. Yeah. And we are introduced to a priest named Damien Karras, a former boxer, but now priest slash Harvard trained psychiatrist. It's great. Love it. It feels like a creepypasta. It feels like (laughs) someone really liked rocky balboa and they were like we just want him to be the priest and he was like no and then they were like all right just pretend that you're rocky balboa yeah (laughs) that's the vibe of the priest did rocky come out before this it did right Mm, i don't know probably not (laughs) did this inspire rocky (laughs) did the x should i add it to the list of movies that this movie inspired rocky is 1976 oh so yes So I think we can safely say. (laughs) Add it to the list of movies this movie invented. Yeah. All right. Good. I will add that. Honestly, that's a that's a good one. That's a good one. Love the love the rationality of it all. So uh, Father Karras, he counsels the priests at Georgetown University, which 
I fully did not know was a Catholic university until this Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. My brother-in-law went there. Oh, it's like re- yeah. a religious college. I didn't know that. There's a lot of religious colleges that you don't know are religious colleges. I mean, that makes sense because like who else has that much money to fucking make these ding, ding, ding. fucking colleges? It's actually the oldest Catholic college in the United States. That makes sense. True story. Um, so Damien travels to New York to visit his older Greek mama who has an unknown foot issue that yeah. may be an infection. Maybe she's diabetic. Who knows? She who knows? begs he begs her to go to a medical facility for treatment, but she refuses. And then soon after, she has some sort of episode in which she has, quote, brain edema <laughs> and ends up in the mental hospital. I don't know if she's like trending septic like who knows why does she have brain edema who knows i don't know they're not going for medical accuracy in this film sometimes they are and sometimes they're not but also if they are ouch it's hard because it's the 70s so it's like was this their the extent of their knowledge like i don't know what's accurate and what's not like is it bad cinema or is it bad medicine yes exactly because like they did like reuse like glass syringes and shit and like horrifying things like that yes exactly and we'll get to the medical procedures that reagan has done on her because i definitely looked into them because i was like what the actual fuck is this medical procedure what are they trying to say that they're doing (laughs) yeah i was like is this real is this just for the movie it's definitely real it's an outlawed practice now (gasps) for obvious reasons very cool demon extraction yes outlawed completely wow (laughs) that's bad you're not supposed to extract the demons no it's called a pneumoencephalography excuse me so they just like blow air into your exactly csf you drain the csf (gasps) and then you pump air around the brain and then you are strapped to a chair or a bed and the chair slash bed puts you in like different positions so that the air is like obviously always going to be at the top so they can like localize parts of your brain and then they take x-rays oh my god literal x-rays of your head which is so remedial and crazy that they're just taking x-rays of your brain oh my god and what are you even going to see well the air the air like like, that's a skull i guess the air that's the only thing that you can fucking do oh my god no wonder they're like we think it's in the temporal lobe and she's like what causes it and they're like a lesion and she's like okay that we just put in there a lesion don't ask questions a lesion don't worry about it the lesion causes the lesion a lesion (laughs) oh my god that's just as horrifying as i thought yes so it's great it was outlawed i think three years after this movie oh my god okay so maybe it was on its way out and then someone watched this movie and was like, ooh, uh, not a good look. Not a good <laughs> They're look. like, maybe we shouldn't do this anymore. It kind of seems crazy. But apparently it causes like excruciating migraines and excruciating nausea. Yeah. As the air is absorbed. They, and they like tip you around. Yeah. With air all around your brain. If they like put the CSF back or if they just allow your brain to create its own CSF again. You can't just like not have CSF like you you just you just like make it. okay. Hor- that that gets a horror point because I didn't yes. know that that was a real procedure. I was it's like, great. that's some fake ass spooky shit. No, it's fucking but great. That's awful. OK, yeah. Cool, they cool, remove cool, it cool. all via spinal needle. OK, we're here for it. Um, anyway, so back to Damien's mama. So she's in a mental hospital from her brain edema and then she dies in the mental hospital and Damien blames himself. 
And at that time, he's also feeling like he's been doubting his faith. So he's been considering stepping down from his role as priest mm-hmm. at the university. Now would be a good time to do that. So trust your gut, bud. Yeah. Now we have a great scene. I love this scene of the defacement of the statue of Mary. <laughs> you are obsessed. Bro, it's so funny. Okay, wait, let me explain. Any Catholic statues, Catholic allegory, Catholic anything. Do you realize why this movie is my shit now, Kate? Yeah, like- I, I know, I know. It's just like, the like my bias is so real, but like you pretend that your bias is not so real. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, it's Catholic and supernatural. You got her. Guys, yeah. Ariana defends the nun, like, big time. Bro, the nun's great. It's good oh fun. Can't be fun. You don't like camp. You just like the religious iconography. I like when things are so over the top fucked up that it becomes camp. And I do think this movie does that. You think The Exorcist is camp? I think it goes so far that it becomes campy. <laughs> like, I'm full LOLing and multiple scenes in this movie. And this is one of them. Let me tell people what happened. So, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. One of the priests is putting like flowers on the altar and he walks in and there's a Mary statue. Someone molded pointy boobs and a dick onto the statue of Mary <laughs> and then covered them in blood. And she also has blood on her hands. <laughs> it's so random. Oh, my God. It's 10 out of 10 jump scare. Hilarious. <laughs> it's just like, maybe if I had watched it with no, I, I'm, I still think it's ridiculous. It's like you love that you love the parts that are genuinely good. But then the bad parts, you're like, we love those too. You think this was a bad part? I think. I, oh yeah, I think it comes across a little goofy. That's why it's great. In a movie that's taking itself so seriously. And I know that's why you think it's funny. I know. That's why you think it's funny. It's traumatizing. I think that there's <laughs> a lot of movies that do this thing where they show statues that are defaced. And this movie invented that shit. Like, I can think of American Horror Story. I feel like they do it in The Omen or at least one of the many versions of The Omen that exists now. And... It's like this movie, every single trope, every single weird thing that happens in this movie, Mm -hmm. I could name like five movies that do it. So you're like proud of it. Yeah. For making bad tropes. Also, that is the most, that's not bad at all. Defacing a Mary statue with bloody boobs and a dick. You're telling me that's (laughs) not fucking hilarious? I think it would be if the rest of this movie wasn't so bland. Oh my God. Sorry. Ain't nobody called The Exorcist bland. It's bland. Most of it's bland. It's a lot of things, but it ain't bland. I don't know. Am I the only one who feels like this? I don't know. Like, I don't think about that movie ever. I need alien clowns that are turning me into whipped cream with... Bitch, you loved that movie, and I don't want to hear otherwise. That is... This is Kate's... Okay. The Exorcist (laughs) is to Ariana as killer clowns is to Kate. Let's talk about it. Now we're getting personal. Killer Clowns is everything you want. Yes. The Exorcist is everything I want. Everything? everything? Like it like Yes. I, I it's just like I think of some of the other movies that you love and I don't see a lot in common other than religious iconography, possessions, you just love a good possession, supernatural. Yeah, a character that is respectable as a woman. Good acting. You don't typically like, like random, like camp visuals. You don't typically. So you're admitting this is camp. Um, if you're, I'm, I'm going off of 
I'm trying to I'm trying to understand you. I'm using your <laughs> vocabulary. This is my version of camp that I enjoy. Okay. Okay. Kate, how funny and campy would it be if me or like a drag queen like came out in a full Mary costume, but like with the boobs and dick? How freaking campy and hilarious amazing. would that be? Yes. Because we're at a drag show and I didn't have to watch 30 minutes of sand stuff to get here. Also, all the good scenes are in the director's cut, not the original. You're right. You're right. I will say. Because we watched the original at your house. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, they cut out all the good parts. I agree with that. (laughs) That's a problem for me. It's also a movie that literally caused people to go to the hospital. I love that. And vomit actively in the theater. I think that they were treading lightly or treading as lightly as they could by cutting these really fucked up scenes. Yeah, I guess they had to. They were like, you know what? This might be too much. Yeah, people <laughs> would have actually just like set fire to each other. <laughs> yeah. Absolute chaos. Exorcisms would be through the roof. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but like the spider crawl scene. Oh, and it's the, so good. It's so good. And that's what people think about when they think of the, or what's what I think about. Yeah, that that's scene, what else did they cut? Top few scenes. I feel like the peeing scene is cut out of. Yes, it is. Because I love that scene. And I was like, I was gonna, because we watched it together for the Halloween challenge I just did. And I was going to make a reference like eight, however many out of 10 potty accidents or something like that. I was cause, like, <laughs> I love that scene. And then I was like, wait, she didn't do it. And I was like, did I miss it? No, she just didn't do it. Yeah, they'd skip that one. It's a great scene. If you haven't seen it, Ariana, describe both of the scenes. All right. This is what, they're great. It's next. It's next. So I'll describe it for you here. So. Oh, so you're reading from the director's cut plot. Well, I mean, I created this summary myself, so I put in the okay, director's excellent. cut stuff. Just because the last time we watched it together, we watched or the first time we watched together, we watched the original that wasn't the director's cut. So I assume that that's the one that you like so uh, much. No, I have since purchased this movie. And it's the director's cut. So now we own this movie. So if you rent it, it's you get the the baby version? I don't know. Maybe. I That's important to know. grew up watching this movie and I we had it on DVD. <gasps> and you grew up watching this movie? Yes, Kate. I told you. It's like Killer Clowns for you. I did grow up watching Killer Clowns. I watched... I, my dad showed oh. me that when I was like 20. <laughs> oh, okay. What's one that you grew up watching then? American Werewolf. American Werewolf. There you go. Yeah. It's like you're American Werewolf. I guess it is. Okay, so now I'm understanding it because I'm irrational about American Werewolf. It's Kate. I'm irrational about it. In order to be irrational about a movie, you have to be kind of against everyone else. And I feel like everyone else kind of... No, American Werewolf is like a very popular movie. I'm not talking about that movie. I'm talking about The Exorcist. I'm talking about the fact that... The Exorcist is a very popular movie. The majority of people like The Exorcist, I feel like is evidence that it's not irrational to like it. No, but your reasons for liking it. That's fair. Would not fly at a debate. That's fair. I mean, and it's just good. It's just I understand it now because normally you are so like factual, like you're like logical. Like whenever you give a score, you are giving it as if you have a rubric. <laughs> the one time I go with my gut, Kate's like, yeah. you can't go with your gut. You're being irrational. I I just for you, it's irrational. For me, it's normal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because I'm always irrational, but you're usually so rational. It all makes sense. This movie is objectively great, though. Let's realize okay. that. No, I mean, and I know that's the thing. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority, but 
you 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 would just like if I if I had like a fact that just blew everything out of the water, you would literally ignore it because you love this movie so much. Yeah. Yeah. Show me that fact. But yeah, let's I like I like the, well, the director was a terrible person. See, that's the thing, Kate. Our ideas of like connecting the artist to the art is very separate for me. Wow. Ariana does have like three of Hitler's paintings on her walls. <laughs> it's so weird. Take a look behind me. I have this entire room of Hitler artwork. Hitler artwork. She's like, <laughs> I just like the colors. And at minute 40, <laughs> he compares <laughs> Hitler to the guy who made The Exorcist. <laughs> As I said, I'm allowed to be irrational. <laughs> That's why we need you. You can be a... Uh, the objective person and I'll go with my gut and be the objective person. I'm not objective either though. So that that's that's why it's chaotic. Anyway. Anyway, <laughs> anyway wait, let me tell you about the peace scene. All right. I so. appreciate yeah, of course. I want to hear about the peace scene. I just okay. I didn't realize how how nostalgically important this yes. movie was for you. Because you still watch it. My parents love this movie. This was one that like one of the horror movies that my mom introduced to me very young. Because you showed them most of the horror movies as you became a teenager. You did, you weren't like growing up watching a ton of horror movies. That I, I think that if they were knew. on, my parents would like my parents like horror movies, like they'll watch it, but they're not like going out of their way to watch like, them to sit like sit down. You have to watch this movie. Right. Exactly. But I think this one definitely this makes one. them laugh. So like my parents quote this regularly and now we quote the things to each other, especially my mom. That's so cute. I cannot even handle it. Do you tell your mom that she sucks cocks in hell? That's exactly what I use. I knew it. That's so cute. Listen, that quote is 10 out of 10 for me because it's always relevant. No matter what you're talking about. It is. If you just turn to someone and go, your mother sucks cocks in hell. It's always funny. It's the ultimate yo mama. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) It's not even, it doesn't even, it does not even need to be close to a your mama joke it just needs to be out of complete lo- nowhere no. and it always is funny you disagree with someone you agree with someone just say it see that's <laughs> the thing if i said that to my mother <laughs> i think i'd have to go fetch the smelling salts <laughs> like that would not be okay <laughs> that's so cute okay it makes a lot of sense now because whenever i talk to my parents about the exorcist they like recount oh my like it was so scary. I remember when I went to go see it, like I could didn't sleep for weeks. Like they don't have like the camp, I guess, appreciation yeah. that you have. So I'm starting, I, I think I'm seeing it through your eyes a bit more now. Great. Amazing. And, I, <laughs> and I'm appreciating it more. Yes. Okay. That's the goal, Kate. I'm so happy. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. All right. Let me tell you about this peeing scene. So please. I love this scene. So Chris, our actress is hosting a rager at her house with a bunch of people. She's cool as hell. From the movie set and a few local friends, including Father Dyer, who explains that Father Karras's role as counselor. He tells Chris that Karras's mother died recently. But then suddenly Reagan's just like in the room and she had been like sleeping upstairs. Full creepy nightgown. She's just all of a sudden there. She seems to be like kind of sleepwalking, disoriented. Then she tells one of the men that he's going to die and then just like takes a piss on the carpet. Like a big one (laughs) on the white carpet in front of the mom's like quaint little party. With all of her cool friends. It's great. It's good stuff. It's great. There's a lot of horror movies that use this this like peeing peeing your pants yeah Yeah. 
Not quite like this where it's like intentional and terrifying. Well, no, sometimes it is. I feel like. Oh, yeah. Like demons will do things right. like this. Yeah, yes. I understand. I, yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chris is an amazing mom. So she's like giving Reagan a bath, sitting on the bathroom floor in her full evening gown. <laughs> she, Yeah, of course. Carla Gugino moment. With her sleeves rolled up. Yeah. <laughs> Puts Reagan back to bed. And as she's walking away, she hears pounding come from Reagan's room. And she runs back in and finds the bed bouncing and shaking and Reagan freaking out. And Chris jumps on the bed to comfort Reagan and also to try stop to the get bed. the bed <laughs> yeah. to stop flailing. Wait, so does that scene play out as campy or... Is that a campy scene? No, it's not. It's not over the top enough to be camp. That's okay. So that's you just like that scene. We move on. We're waiting there's for like, the next. There's like three campy scenes. And it's the okay. ones that are like the ones that everyone remembers. The ones that are like, you know, it's like the equivalent of the blood going on Carrie. Like we all know that scene. And that's the yeah. one that like is the most like traumatizing. And that's why it's camp. Yeah. I feel but there's, like. So there's not that many moments like that in this movie. But the rest of it you like too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you like it for the over-the-top ridiculous horror silliness and yes, because it's a supernatural spooky story. And because it inspired so many movies like this. I get that. I get, And you don't normally do that. <laughs> I know I don't because I don't like anything that's old usually. Yeah, I know. I know. So this is interesting. Yeah. It's fun to like see little pieces and be like, oh, I can think of three movies I've seen that in. I kind of want you to watch some old movies. I kind of want to educate you one of these days just on the old ones. <laughs> Listen, Kate thinks I'm uncultured swine. No. Millennial swine over here. <laughs> you love tropes and... You could know more about tropes. It's that simple. Yeah. Like the fact that you haven't seen Texas Chainsaw is a big one for me. Well, that's the thing. It's like, so you're talking about Texas Chainsaw. I remember your episode with Emma. I remember you guys not being super over the moon about it. I love that movie. Okay. I feel like a big part of why you like that movie and you did talk a lot about that movie and how it inspired slashers moving forward. And I feel like there is a big piece of this movie yeah. that makes like, it great awe. because it was just the original of yes. all of these things. And that's why it scarred so many people, because these things are disturbing at a baseline. But if you've never seen a demon movie like this before, it's going to make you vomit and need to go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah. So like The Exorcist is Texas Chainsaw, but for supernatural demon movies. But you and you just don't like slashers. Right, exactly. But yep, because X was your least, you didn't like X that much. Because X is heavily Texas Chainsaw inspired. House of a Thousand Corpses is heavily Texas Chainsaw inspired. You don't like any of those movies. You won't even watch House. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea. It's just like boring, I you guess. You don't get anything out of it. I mean, it's fun, but it's boring. I'm kind of, I'm, I, I think I'm pickier about supernatural stuff, I think. Like what kind of supernatural stuff is your shit? I don't know. Like Hill House, like spooky ghosts. So like ghost stuff. Emotional, sad ghost stuff. <laughs> I like I that love stuff that. too, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love but ghosts. I, I love angry demons, demons that are sexual, that like know shit about you, that are selective in like how they can manipulate the environment. And it's confusing mm -hmm. and it's terrible. And it's just this chaotic energy that I love. 
So you would have liked Skinamarink if it was just edited. <laughs> um, I did like Skinamarink because I like movies that make me think about them for a long time mm-hmm, after. Mm-hmm, and Skinamarink mm-hmm. did do that. Okay. And I watched it literally like three days after I watched it with you. I watched it yeah. with someone else. So yeah. you can only really watch movies like that that inspire thought. So mm-hmm. I like Skinamarink, but I do. I mean, Skinamarink does need to be edited down. That's just... <laughs> That's well, just I feel fact. I think this this movie needs to be edited and they edited it wrong. I'm like, you took out the good parts and you left so many boring parts that I don't care about because there's a lot of talking between the good stuff. Not really. It feels like insidious a little bit in that it's like good stuff and then like patches of me being very bored. Oh, my God. Did you just insult insidious? What is going on? I know. Uh, no, but I do. Are you? Listen. I don't I know. I'm just going through a lot today. <laughs> What is going on? Help. Okay. All of my family. You listen, you got me thinking I might like The Exorcist. Like everything's all shaken up. <laughs> there, for me, there is not a moment where I'm like, oh, this is fucking slow. Okay. Like even when they're talking, I'm it, like enamored by the acting, the character development, like who characters are. Like all the characters are interesting. Like we have... Mm a single actress that lives alone that has like servants working for her. I found her very one note. I thought that she was just kind of like sad mom the whole time. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. But her, but that's the thing. It's like, you're going to have a sad mom character. Let's make her background the most interesting fucking background you can. She's like a famous actress. And then we have a priest slash boxer slash Harvard trained psychiatrist. Like I could not with him. That's over the top. He was boring as hell to me until he until like the exorcism. I couldn't everything he said. I didn't I couldn't hear anything he said. Oh, his face doesn't move. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a weird face. He's not very expressive. I'm not I don't hate it, though, but I I feel like there could have been more there. I guess they could have made him a little bit more. I like Father. What's his Irish name? Yeah. What's his name again? Father Marin. No. Dyer. The old one. Yeah. The old the old one's named Father Marin. Oh, well, like, wait, who is the who's the Irish one? Father, the old one. Is it? Is he? the? I don't know. Fa- so Father Marin is the the exorcist. Yes. OK. Is that your time? I about? like him. Yeah. 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 He's he was cool. good, but he's not there the whole time. You're right. He's there for like the last 10 minutes. But yeah. Um, And at the beginning. He's and the at the beginning. Yeah. So like when he's there, it's like interesting versus like, I feel like I have these patches of I'm like, I'm not looking at Reagan, which that's what I want to look at. Um. I'm looking at these people talking about what to do with Reagan. I like it. But I guess so. Because, like, you know, the Babadook does that. You know what? I'll give you this. I'll give you this. Whenever I saw it with you last time, we were kind of talking through it. Yeah, we were. We were talking the whole time. So we hadn't so, seen well, each that's, other. It's just what we do. It's just I have yeah. so much to say. So what if we get some duct tape <laughs> <laughs> and like I sit there and I just like watch it? Yeah, I would do that. I think that's fair because there are... Can we skip the beginning, though, for real? The beginning's cool for certain reasons. I'm I'm not going to talk about it later, so I'll tell you why I think it's cool now. Okay. So in the beginning, there's... First of all, it kind of sets up the demon, who he is. It's kind of the lore of, like, why it's all of a sudden the demon's back. Like, mm-hmm. there's a old white dude who's a priest. He's, like, an archaeologist or some shit. He's on a dig. <laughs> in northern Iraq and he's digging and then he finds this old statue of Pazuzu 
which is like a demon god. And it's like in this little buried cave, like this very small little buried area. And there's also like a medallion of a saint. So it's like maybe this was buried in some sort of ritual to like keep Pazuzu contained. And by him digging that up and releasing the demon is maybe that why the demon comes back into the world and now possesses this little girl. Why does it choose the little girl? I don't know. But like, why would it be like, why would that have anything to do with like what's going on in D.C.? Well, that's the thing is that was a part that I did have a problem with. But I do think that have you seen any of the sequels? No, I haven't. No, I haven't either. But I do feel like there's probably you did. You just did. Oh, yeah, that doesn't really count. That's like a That's requel. That's a requel. Yeah, it's yeah. a requel. <laughs> the no, like the one. full sequels. Like, I think that there's definitely a part where he, like, finds the statue outside of Reagan's window. Like, what? Who put that there? Like, why is that there? I do think the demon can, like, obviously travel to different people in the story. Um, For example, like, the homeless man is all of a sudden a a demon that's um when he like says something to the father the father can like see the demon's eyes and also like why does this mary statue have like this all of a sudden just like who created these boobs and right and dick on this mary statue if not like the demon that can like be in a bunch of people at the same time it's very weird and i don't understand the lore of it but i do think the beginning has a lot to do with it and i think the sequels probably go into it a little bit more i hope so i just feel like the the beginning for as dramatic as it was really didn't tell us very much i agree i think it's just like a series of spooky images it's just like i need more it's just like a guy with a eye problem banging <laughs> on a <laughs> like you know it's just like this guy that just looks over and he has like a glass eye and then there's just like a homeless guy and he has like bright blue eyes and he's saying something spooky and there's dogs fighting like it's just it feels like, random it feels random it feels artsy to me and i know kate doesn't like artsy shit okay like I do. okay <laughs> i don't know if we can call the boob penis thing artsy that's what right? i'm calling artsy i'm calling the iraq scene artsy I don't think it's artsy at all. I've seen that in every single national treasure I've ever seen in my life. And there's like 18 of them. Not the location, like what they're showing, like the, it's the way just they a show. Dig. It's just an archaeological dig. Every movie about Egypt does it. The mummy does this. Artsy. Not that part. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, first of all, this is all before all of those. So who knows how much of this has been inspired by this. But anyway. Oh my God. I'm not saying the dig itself because they're actually doing something. I'm assuming uh-huh. when you're talking shit about the beginning, you're talking about the literal just random scenes of him just like eating at a cafe and him like walking through the desert and seeing the sunset through the statue and no, like that seeing the dogs good. fighting. Okay. So what do you not like about it then? Literally watching people dig in dirt for like 15 minutes. No, it's de- that part is not 15 minutes long. I'm, oh my gosh. You have that such, part is short. It is not short. It is. It's just a normal scene. It's like a normal opener. Oh, we found something weird. Come look. And then he looks. I need like, you guys. I need, listen, filmmakers, I need you to get my blood going right away. <laughs> like that's horror movie number one. You don't have to do a You're ton. Right. You're right. You don't have to show anything. You're but right. You got to get me hype. I, I thought I was I thought I was watching fucking Sahara for a minute. <laughs> I will definitely consent to that. This is what happens when you don't have that beginning scene that is 
terrifying the shit out of you, which is like something that a lot of horror movies do these days. It's like the second scariest scene in the whole movie is the first scene. Uh huh. This movie does not do that. It starts off like it's a regular movie and does not scare the shit out of you until like the very end slash middle. And that was the style at the time. Like people yeah, just didn't exactly. do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think you're almost comparing it to today's style of horror movie. No, because like Texas Chainsaw does this well. Like Carrie does this well. Carrie opens with her tampon bleeding in the shower and like, or like her bleeding and not thinking she's dying. And then ever like, Everyone kind of bullying. So you wanted her. like chaotic energy. You wanted more chaotic energy. It didn't need to just be just more en- energy. Just more energy. Period. For the beginning, you're if right. You're gonna just for my preference. That's fair. That, they especially tried with because how high energy it gets. You're right. There are jump scares at the beginning. Like you can tell they're trying. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden he you like see, like the, the subliminal message Pazuzu. Yeah, like a little flash of a scary demon. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, but it's not enough. I agree. I think they could have done more at the beginning to reference the ending and explain yes. the ending. Yes. And it could have been scarier up front. Sure. I'll more like set up payoff. If you're going to, because that's what you're trying to do, but you're just, there's just not much payoff. Sure. Okay. All right. Well, this was 50 years ago. So, you know, what are we going to do? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Let's get to the medical testing of it all. So, of it all. The, <laughs> Reagan undergoes rigorous medical testing, including stabbing a full neck artery for probably no reason that's my favorite (laughs) the neck artery is my absolute favorite i'm confused i don't know if they're like placing a central line not i don't think they are because it's like shouldn't pulse like that i don't know if they're i don't know what they're trying to do in no scenario would you be stabbing a major artery because it is pulsing guys which i know that like jugulars can pulse but this is like projectile arterial pulsing it's your plan (laughs) Like it goes her full body length away from her. That's how much it's pulsing. And it looks arterial based on the color. So I'm like, what is this medical procedure? Unless her blood pressure is a million, I guess. And her jugular could be spurting like that. It could be. It could just be demonic blood pressure. (laughs) She's sick. We don't know. She's ill. She's got a lesion. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, get the leeches. Get the jugular catheter. Also, Kate, did you notice that when they were listing like what they're going to try for Reagan? Oh, yeah. Did you did you notice what they listed? Like what medications? Wait, what what, what did they list? So they say Thorazine like. Most. Yeah, it's always Thorazine, which Thorazine. is just like a, like a horse sedative. It's like a antipsychotic. Yeah. But they also mentioned Ritalin. I saw that. <laughs> they were like, if not that, then Ritalin. I was like, what? I was like, I'm trying to understand. Yeah. I'm like, I, they, it, it's giving Dr. Spachemin from 30 Rock, who's like, you want some blues, purples? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like so hard to know if this is like they should have had a medical consult there or if this is 70s medicine. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I think that they should know. Like those are completely different <laughs> classes yeah. of medications. I they think that they just picked names that like people would know at home and be like, oh, that's a drug. Okay. So, okay. Sure. Which is fine. I don't, I really don't have a problem with that. They're not good doctors. So like, (laughs) of course their (laughs) prescriptions are bad ideas. I don't know if it's that they're not good doctors or if it's just 70s bullshit. Thorazine or Ritalin? Who knows? Maybe they prescribed Ritalin back then as like a antipsychotic or something stupid. I Googled it. They sure did give people meth pills. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe. The only thing I will say is if, you know, in today's medicine, they would have gotten a psychiatrist involved day one. 
Yeah. Like, where is the psychiatrist? Yeah. Why are you like drawing arterial blood? Just clearly her brain is not okay. I think back in the day, they, they didn't understand psychiatry. They were like, we need to rule out every single brain problem. We need to do every single brain test before we decide. We this send is... you to the mental facility yes, forever. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That's the only thing I will say that's bad medicine was they were like, I guess you she needs a psychiatrist after they did literally three different advanced imaging of her brain. It's crazy. Advanced imaging. Uh, so advanced. So advanced. One night, Chris comes home to find an empty house except for a sleeping Reagan. And the nanny walks in and she tells Chris that Burke, her director friend, was here and that she had left him to watch Reagan while she went to go pick up Reagan's Thorazine. And then this part, I don't really understand. But then a friend of Chris's shows up to the house and reveals that Burke is dead. Yeah. Even though it has been like not that long. No. That... Uh, is this all happens within like five minutes of each other i rewound this scene the first time i watched it i was yeah. like wait what the fuck did i miss the timeline is weird like why would this friend know but not literally <laughs> they I'll had give you phones that. <laughs> they had phones i just I don't didn't know. understand it at all it was like it's not even like a good dramatic delivery because the pacing is so uh, unusual and unexpected it's weird you're right the scene makes up for it at the end but in the middle of it you're like what am i watching like who right. what how do you know this so this guy says to chris that burke is dead he must have been drunk and fallen from the window in reagan's room and then i think at this point they reveal that his head was turned backwards yeah maybe that's do. later yeah and that he was found beneath her window and chris is freaking out and then we have <laughs> yeah. our spider scene Yes. Amazing. That is removed from the original cut. It's director's cut. Yeah. This is probably the second best scene in the movie. For I would sure. Say. I love this scene. The great. Yeah. So Reagan suddenly appears at the top of the stairs, then fully backwards crab walks down the stairs like and you can tell that it's not like not in real time. So it doesn't look stupid. It's like, yeah, she they move her. They take a freeze frame. They move her. They take a freeze frame. So it almost comes off like claymation where it's like it's scary. Yeah, it's it's like unnatural. It's not just like someone walking backwards. It feels like a demon <laughs> like in insidious when like they're showing the ghosts and it's like dun dun. And it's like yes. they're here and then they're there. It's yes. It's really cool. But at the bottom of the stairs is the best part. She opens her mouth. She's still upside down and blood just comes out. Just comes out. And then they bled from their mouths. It was great. There's blood everywhere. We like it. I liked that scene. I was like, well, yes, that's a bit random, but it's fun. It's fun. It inspires a lot of that shit. There's so yes, much demon crab walking in today's demon I movies. And I like know. The ring good the grudge oh the grudge is what i'm thinking of you're right the grudge i get Mm -hmm. those mixed up well the ring also there's some well there's just regular regular crawling oh yeah i forgot you're right she is in the ring yeah she's kind of like weirdly crab walking too Mm -hmm. so then we meet detective kinderman who i actually like this character he's like a chill guy he's trying to get damien to tell him if any of the priests that he counsels could have defaced the mary statue or if there's any way any of this could be linked to burke's death and (laughs) I love this part. He asks, do you think it could be witchcraft? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Burn them all. It's with the witches. The They're witches. Uh, y'all aren't associating with witches, are you? <laughs> I have to ask. I have to ask this. Are the women getting uppity again? <laughs> are they getting hysterical? <laughs> Do we need to burn them again? <laughs> <laughs> um. So then Detective Kinderman visits Chris and tells her that the only explanation for Burke's death is that he was pushed from Reagan's window. And after he leaves, Reagan has another violent fit. And this is my favorite scene in the movie. Do you know what it is, Kate? Which one? Is it the crucifix? Yes. I yes. love it. Because something's wrong with you. This is the biggest full LOL moment of the movie. It's not if, like, maybe because you know it's coming. On first watch, it was not an LOL moment. The first time I saw it was an LOL moment. Oh, my. It was not. L- I was Bro. like, what? I had I had no idea that they would because they had pl- they had been so tame up until now. I know that's what's great about it, except for the spider part. But yeah, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, you you have to tell him. I'm not telling him. Oh yeah, I will. I will. Um, so Reagan is stabbing at her vagina with a crucifix, stabbing and screaming, "Fuck me!" at everybody. But she's like missing her vagina sometimes. It's it's not like a masturbation thing like people say it is. It's like she's stabbing and missing her vagina. So she probably is like hailing stab wounds between her legs. Yeah. Because there's blood. Blood everywhere. If that doesn't ruin you enough, then she grabs her mom's head, puts it between her legs and tells her to lick (gasps) it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then if that's not enough, she then her head spins around 180 degrees and she just talks to everyone with her head backwards and it's awesome the funniest scene i've ever seen in horror the funniest it's a lot full lol moment no notes i can't like i can't breathe during that scene (laughs) i can't breathe to laugh i can't breathe to like scream i'm just like not breathing mouth open concern eyebrows so great kind of smiling like i'm like i'm having fun but i'm also not having fun i know exactly the face you'd make kate i have it pictured (laughs) (laughs) very concerned you've seen it (laughs) yeah i've seen it many times antichrist we saw this face (laughs) see maybe that's why i like antichrist too because it's just like over the top ridiculous yes that hilarious no i get it i get it because this (laughs) scene is very (laughs) antichrist you're right you're right genital Mm -hmm. mutilation yes so then, so, so then Chris seeks out Father Karis since she knows he's a psychiatrist and a priest. And Karis, he, that's the one I was trying to. Karis is Greek. Oh, he's Greek? Yeah, that's the main guy, the boxer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so no one's Irish. I don't know what guy you're talking about. Father Marin seems like he could be Irish. Maybe. I think that I just blend them together sometimes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just because Father Marin's not in the movie until like, like like at the very beginning the very end so sometimes i remember him throughout the movie when he wasn't there oh okay sure that makes sense it doesn't but it's what happens i'll g- yeah <laughs> i'll give it to you it's fine um you're like they're the same person Ariana's so offended I'm kate's sorry. like the young greek priest is the same as the old Irish priest. They're not in enough scenes together for me to remember who's who. Yeah, they're both priests. They're the same <laughs> person. Kind of for me. Yeah. <laughs> There's usually just one and I can keep track. <laughs> so uh, Karis comes to visit Reagan, who claims to be the devil himself. 
And then mm. Father Karras blesses Reagan, who then projectile vomits Greenpeace soup in his face and starts speaking English backwards. I love that. That's fun. Yes. That is definitely a thing in all these new movies. Backwards shit and new languages and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Look at Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah. Like in Spy Kids. Like in Spy Kids, you guys. <laughs> that one's for the elder millennials. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Very niche Spy Kids reference that Ariana 100% got. Bro, Spy Kids is the best. It's the Absolutely. best. Absolutely. <laughs> so later that night, they find that Reagan has the words, help me, scratched into her stomach. Great. That's sad. Good stuff. Also, why is she ever unsupervised? I don't know. They just like leave. They're like, we'll shut that door. We Like they need a break. Yeah. They're like, Ugh. I'm like, I would maybe have a, like a watch going on. They need. Yeah, they need like a. I have a tranquilizer aimed at her face. Video camera. Yeah, like a setup, like pull the cord, tranquilizer. Yeah, boom. Dead. Or like an automatic setup, like an Oculus, where it just yes, goes. Yeah, like don't... a timer. Yeah. <laughs> Any contingency plan that they did not have. Yeah. They're just like, we'll just like, she can turn her head around, but these straps are pretty tight. So we're just going to leave the room. The straps. Yeah. I'm like, what are these doing? She's the devil. Magic straps. So Father Karras decides to pursue an exorcism and his superiors assign Father Marin to lead the ritual since Father Marin performed an exorcism a few years prior in Africa. I'm going to look at Father Marin to see if I can tell looking now that they've aged him. Hold on. They look extremely different. I think Father Marin's still alive. <gasps> really? Because he was only 41. That's true. Yeah, you're right. I was so happy for him because I was thinking he was so old. Yeah, he's the same age as uh, Chris McNeil. So Father Marin is Irish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I didn't make that up. I didn't make that up. I just blended them together. All right. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Oh, he looks great. No, he looks convincingly old. Yeah. He looks like he's an 80 year old man and he is 40. It's great. Wow. Let me see if he's. Oh, sorry. He's dead. He's dead. It's fine. It's been 50 years. He can be dead. I know. He was 90. Good for him. He's Swedish. He died in France. Oh, myocardial infarction. That's sad. But honestly, 90, though. Good for him. That's what he died of in this movie, too. That's cool. Hey, yeah. A heart attack. <laughs> so Marin arrives at the house and we have our creepy music and creepy lamppost moment. Love and that. Mo who doesn't love that moment? It's a good, yeah, it's what everyone references in their brain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The cover art. Um, so then the priests start the ritual. Gallons and gallons of pea soup vomit happens. So much. Let me look up how much pea soup. Then the priests take a rest and Marin has to excuse himself to go take a pill, which I thought the whole time was a benzo, but looks like he's just popping nitroglycerin because he's having chest pain. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Wants to have a heart attack. I would have taken a benzo before I showed up, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So Father Karras enters Reagan's bedroom and hallucinates that his mother's on the bed. We all knew the mother was going to come back. Yeah. And then Reagan starts talking to him in his mother's voice, which is great. I didn't care enough about the mother to care about that. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I loved it. That's why it's great when she goes, your mother sucks cocks in hell because his mom yeah. just died. It's great. I just like that line. Like, that's just great. It's great writing. Yeah. That's no, just I great agree. writing. But like, I don't <laughs> care about your actual mom at all. Oh, yeah. Eh. Like, I guess if you need to have a dead mom backstory. Sure. I like it. It's relevant. It's relevant now. So then Marin comes in. And Karis loses his shit because he's like, <laughs> fucking, 
hearing his mom's voice come out of this little demon girl. And then Marin kicks him out. He's like, you're losing it. Get out. Yeah, that's tough. So Karis excuses himself, goes downstairs. Chris checks on him. She asks if Reagan is going to die. And he realizes we're trying to save a little girl. So then he reenters the room. He finds Marin dead. Yeah, whole amateur shit. Get up. Yeah. He finds Marin dead from a heart attack. And then Karis starts beating the shit out of Reagan, which is good. Yeah, that's good. And then he tells the demon to possess him. So possessed Reagan rips the medallion of St. Joseph off of Karis's neck and then possesses him. And we know that he is possessed because he is now wearing the bright green contacts. He has bright green eyes. So he's fully possessed. And then he hurls himself out of Reagan's window falls down many flights of stairs and lands on the sidewalk dying. And Chris and the detective who had just walked into the house run upstairs and find healed Reagan, who is no longer possessed. And down on the sidewalk, Father Dyer gives dying Karis, who is somehow still alive, but not possessed. He's still alive, but not possessed. That's... Cause I like, I, does it take a while? Cause Reagan wasn't like immediately shoving a crucifix. Ooh, that's a good yeah. thought. I don't know. His eyes are green from the first moment. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, I don't know. That's, that's something I do have a problem with. It's like, what happened to the demon if he's not possessed while he's dying? Maybe his faith is so strong in that moment that he can fight off the demon longer. Because like he, the whole like that would make sense with his story arc of like losing, like w- wanting to give up the faith and then like coming back and like using God to fight a demon to save a little girl. He need he's getting his last rites read like he suddenly he like goes all in to the faith. Yeah, I agree. I think he was kind of all in, but he just had this arc of like doubting that way you could as the audience be like, will he win? Will he regain his faith? I don't know. But I I could see how that would make sense. I think what my idea would be is, I guess maybe the demon went into him and then when the demon saw he was going to kill himself, he just like vanished or like went up into the air and just was no longer. Can he do that? Like, yeah, because like, where did he come from? Exactly. Where did he go? Where did he come from? (laughs) Cotton Eye Joe. Cotton Eye Joe. (laughs) I've always said that. And you've always said that. Um, So then... Chris and Reagan are packing to leave the house and Father Dyer stops by to say goodbye. And we see Reagan looking like a normal kid with healing scars on her face. So, you know, Mm -hmm. she's better (laughs) and she has no memory of being possessed, but is moved at the sight of Dyer's priest collar and kisses him on the cheek. And then Chris gives Father Dyer Karis's medallion before driving off the end. I like the ending. Pretty good. Yeah. I thought the ending was a little, little saccharine, a little sugary sweet. I liked it. How else are you going to, like, if she hadn't kissed him on the cheek, it would have felt that she was just like... Gross. We don't like that part. Not grateful. I don't know. They had to do something. I feel like she remembers. Well, yeah. I mean, that's and the implication. Like, it's like her repressing. subconscious is remembering something. Yeah. Yep. That'll mm-hmm. come up later in therapy. Don't worry. <laughs> so this one time when I was 12, <laughs> you'll remember when you start getting horny every time you look at a crucifix. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this poor girl probably is like, oh, my God. Never mind. Emotional damage. 
Uh, She's gonna be just fine. Oh, man. So that's the end of the movie. I like your description of it better than the actual movie. (laughs) Oh, amazing. Yeah, Makes you feel better. I had a good time. You know what? I hear you, though. It is like like an all-around good story. It's a great it's a great story it's a good very story. original very we original like very fun we love it we like reagan i like reagan so much she's such a fun character the mom's a little boring yeah and i can't get the priests um separate straight. in my brain yeah can't get them straight but i like them when they're the old one <laughs> that makes sense right <laughs> you followed it <laughs> When in my head, I think that they're the old one, I like them. Yes. <laughs> and then when you correctly inform me that it's the other one, I'm like, oh. Oh, wait, I don't like that guy. Oh, he was boring. I didn't like his face as much. <laughs> uh, Well, Kate, I have a bunch of shit to talk about this movie. I'm still thinking about it. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before I go into my nonsense? I feel like I have talked about this movie enough. Okay. Like... For a whole one episode, episode one. So I want, I want you to do the talking. Okay, guys. <laughs> if you want to know how Kate really feels about this movie, but three years ago, Kate, go listen to the very first episode. I, I don't even Night know Light what Horror I, I movie don't, club. don't do that. <laughs> it came out three years ago to the day, probably. I, I literally recorded it in the house where I was pet sitting. I remember listening to it. That's so cute. It came out that day and I listened to it. I was on an so externship. Sweet at Ohio (gasps) State and I was hanging out with my friend Lauren and she also knew Chris me and me and Lauren did a thing with Chris so like I was mutually friends with Chris and Kate separately completely separately just completely randomly separately just from different research programs and they just knew each other from a different research program so it was so cool to listen to my two bunch of dorks buddies talk about horror movies it was great and The Exorcist is awesome but then you guys shat all over it and I hated I'm so sorry I know (laughs) You're like, I w- I'm so excited to support my friends. You guys are like, this movie sucked. And I was like, you suck. <laughs> rough start. Rough start. Listen, I definitely I'm, I'm going to I will go back and listen to it. I kind of want to first. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it now. But I want you to talk more. OK, OK. I have a lot of random bullshit to talk about. I love so. random bullshit. First, I know you guys talked about this in your episode. So I'm going to remind people who haven't heard ago. it. Yeah. The practical effects stuff. You know, this bitch talked about it. In her first fucking episode. Because it's great. Day one. <laughs> Day one. Practical, practical effects. effects stan. <laughs> yes. So a voice actress named Mercedes McCambridge played Reagan's demon voices. Do you remember, Kate, how she did that? Um, I don't, actually. Oh, wait. She, like, smoked a lot. Yeah. She, like, yeah. smoked and drank alcohol and swallowed yeah. raw eggs. Yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. grind she, like, her d- fucking... dried that shit yeah. out. That's good stuff. <laughs> That's the raw I... eggs trick is pretty fun. How would that work? How do the raw eggs... Just because it's also a little bit of salmonella. Like, Ew, gross. Just, like, a <laughs> coating of salmonella. We should try this and see what we sound like. I mean, my voice is Seems definitely a healthy. lot lower the day after I drink a lot. So. We should do demon voices. We should try because I think I could do a decent one. You could do such a good one if you My really... natural voice is a demon voice. Let's I know. Real. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we got to get this little little child voice to, to scare someone. Well, it maybe go in like a falsetto. It'll be like really go creepy. Up really high. <laughs> go for like a tiny Tim thing. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. 
So that's one. Also, they refrigerated the entire set. I do remember you talking about that. That's because that's really cool. Um, So there's a lot of scenes where when Reagan's like fully possessed, the room is like ice cold. And I assume they invented this trope unless someone can correct me, which is that's a major one. No, that's fucking cool. Respect. Yeah. So they use professional grade restaurant air conditioners until the temperature in the room was 40 degrees. Yeah, that's fucking cold. That's that's like perfect for like when you're going to sleep, though, like just freezing little ice. Kate sleeps hot. I do. I bet Reagan slept so cozy, 40 degrees and strapped (laughs) down in blankets. Kate's like, sign me the fuck up. We're going to get one of these air conditioners. Yeah. (laughs) Yikes. I bet the actors had a not fun time, though. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of them could wear coats, though. That's true. Yeah, because they can actually act. 40 degrees is not that bad. Like I thought when you guys covered it and... You had told me this. I remember it being like, oh, like the actors hated it, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was like, oh, my God, it must have been like 20 degrees or something in there. But 40 degrees, not bad. 40. I would die. I could go running in 40 degree weather and wear you're like running. shorts and yeah, because you're running. They're also in there for not that long. I'm sure they got breaks. A long time. They do takes like all day. So they're just in 40 degree rooms. But they're wearing coats. That's not enough. They're not moving. <laughs> I would I would hate it. Let me just say that I would hate it. I mean, it's the same as like if you're doing these things outside in 40 degree weather. Yeah. All day. I would hate that. Literally, when I went to a clinic the other day and they had it on like 68 or something like that. And I had I got one of the blankets that they put in like the cages and I just wrapped myself in it. Oh Yeah, I do that literally every day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, no, I don't want to work in this environment. Freed Ken. Yeah. But it looks really good. It looks great. (laughs) Looks awesome. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, So the vomiting sequences she had a hidden tube that was attached to her chin and filled with pea soup and porridge so the pea soup is real yep that's real the bed was motorized for the bed moving scenes which is great that's great and Mm -hmm. very advanced for for the time like very advanced yeah you can kind of tell it looks just like a little like a little ride you know Mm -hmm. yeah woohoo mom wanted a ride (laughs) she hopped right on (laughs) she did um questions i have about the plot you have questions that could probably be answered by watching the sequels i already kind of talked about this okay okay i don't understand how the beginning relates to the end is no. it that yeah. the dig reopened the ability of the demon to have access for the possession of humans again i don't know maybe the sequels would tell me the answer to that i don't know they would have to because they have to say something yeah because i'm sure people are like give me more like me i'm like tell me or maybe they're just like possess something yeah mm-hmm. um don't know why the demon artifact was outside no, the house either. of reagan's um window don't understand that who put that there i don't get it is that why the demon chose to possess her i don't know and then the last thing which i didn't mention yet three people throughout this movie die in the presence of this little girl yeah one of which happened like in front of the detective and yet there's no implication of like her being questioned or taken into custody or arrested there's no like implication of anything no legal action (laughs) to me it's like this little girl has killed three people she should at least go to juvie right like she should at least get arrested and have a trial (laughs) i I think i think that no and like people just can't accept that a child could possibly physically do this so they're like i don't know guess the guy's still running around i guess you're right yeah that's my headcanon that's fair. Also, it doesn't look like they explain any of it in the sequel, just to, to let you know. Oh, any of it? Uh, no, they just literally, it's kind, it seems kind of like a 
rinse, lather, and repeat situation. Oh. Guys, this is from me reading the wiki plot just very quickly, so I could be wrong, but mm. mm-hmm. Pazuzu attacks people who have psychic healing abilities. Oh, great. It gets more complicated. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a lot more complicated. We should really go watch the sequel. That kind of makes sense uh, with the requel as well. James Earl Jones is in it. Perfect. Uh, Father Old Guy is in it too. We should watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. Okay, cool. All right. Can't believe I'm even saying this, first of all. You've, you've, you've <laughs> affected me. You have swayed me. Amazing. So this is the part where me and Kate are going to fight. This is the part? This is, this is the peak of the fighting. So okay. if you guys are an avid listener of the pod, you know that Kate and I have very different tastes in horror movies. And in previous episodes, Kate has implied I am uncultured millennial swine. <laughs> I have never said for that. For not having watched a bunch of 70s and 80s horror movies growing <laughs> up like she did. Because <laughs> it has not been my cup of tea for a lot of reasons. Yeah. But you know what? This segment is called Why Ariana Can Tolerate This Movie But Not Other Movies from the 80s slash 70s. <gasps> okay. So she's going to shit on my favorite type. No, I'm not going to shit on. I'm just going to say For this is sure. This is why this is better. Okay. Explain. This yeah, is explain. what I need from a movie from the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s in order mm-hmm. for me to like mm-hmm. it. The main characters are women. Chris McNeil is a full modern queen. She has a big house. She's a single mom. She has a great job. Does it pass the Bechtel test? She has a cute possessed daughter. 10 out of 10. This Does premise, it pass the Bechtel test? I'm sure it 1000% did. I guess Reagan, Reagan and her mom talking Literally, about demons. Yes. Yeah. But does that count if they're talking about Pazuzu, who I think is male, maybe? They're not always. They talk about horses at the beginning. I'm joking. I'm messing with okay, you. Okay, okay. Got it. <laughs> I'm like, Kate, no. Yeah. You're like, Kate, it's going to get harder. <laughs> so I feel like the premise aged super well. I feel like that's cool and relevant yeah. till today. Um, I feel like the acting's very good for this time period. A lot of times I and bummed out by the acting. Mm-hmm. I feel like the corny bullshit is at a minimum. And even the supporting actors were great. Like, I think the detective was very cool and believable. Um, mm-hmm. Very dynamic character. Cool. I like this type of camp. This type of mm-hmm. camp where it's like so over the top, fucked up and creepy and scary. That's my shit. I feel like, you know, the few times that Kate can remember probably me saying I like something that's campy. It's always like something that's absolutely over the top. Yeah. Sleepaway camp. Yeah. Like, exactly. I was thinking about sleepaway camp. Mm -hmm. The ending of sleepaway camp. Love it. And then, obviously, this movie, a lot of old, obviously, Halloween, you know, we already talked about, and Texas Chainsaw. These all inspired their own genre of horror. And this movie directly inspired the full genre of exorcism horror which is my shit and anytime you see a devil movie where the devil is sexual speaking languages speaking latin vomiting levitating burning with holy water head Mm -hmm. spinning bones breaking it has been inspired by this movie yeah if you are a millennial and you like the conjuring insidious Mm -hmm. american horror story Mm -hmm. the grudge Mm -hmm. all of these movies have extremely direct references to the exorcist yeah so you owe it to yourself to watch The Exorcist with an open mind, even if you traditionally do not like 70s and 80s horror movies like mm-hmm. I do not either. I think you like 70s horror. You don't like 80s horror. 
Hmm. Like what's another 70s horror? Suspiria. Okay. Yeah. You're right. 70s more artsy. You know, like um, what else? Less campy, more artsy, less slasher. Yeah. So like um, Amityville. I bet you love Amityville. I haven't seen it, but I know the story. I think that you like, so like the transition from 70s to 80s horror, that's the shift for us. Yeah, I could see that. Because it's like, it, it builds off of kind of the more pure 70s horror and it like has to do something bigger. So they just went bigger with everything. I could see that. I'd get on board with that one. Mm-hmm. So 70s. yeah, but you still have, you like, you can respect some 80s horror movies for then ta- like building off of movies from the 70s and making the movies that like we love today. So like you can still respect that and, and understand that, but you're going to go watch The Exorcist before you watch anything from the 80s. Yeah, I think the reason The Exorcist is so important to me is because it has that pull of being the original of its kind and its kind is my cup of tea. The Omen 1976. Right. You love the omen. Yes, exactly. Any devil shit I'm here for anytime. Yeah. Anything demon or devil. I wonder if it's like, and I don't, I don't actually know this and I should, maybe there was like around like the satanic panic of like the late sixties. Maybe that's what inspired so much devil shit in the seventies. Cause in the eighties, they go more like creature feature. You're right. That makes sense. Um, Hmm. No, I totally agree with that because I do think that a big component of that probably was like the space race, you know, creature features, aliens, stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Just in the cultural 70s, impacts, yeah, right, yeah. No, I totally see that for the seventies. Absolutely interesting. Um, it definitely is makes sense when he's talking about witchcraft. When he's like, "Do you think this could be witchcraft?" Like to right. me, that felt like he was being like a little bit satanic, panicky. Yeah, for and sure. And then the part where they play it backwards, like, yes, exactly, definitely reference to a bunch of. rituals where people think that they're playing things yeah like people thought my dad was doing that when he was playing dungeons and dragons like literally (laughs) like straight up stranger (laughs) things style so like people were afraid of like satan and witches and demons and shit like that yeah wow that's so cool back then especially i wonder what people will say about like our generation and we'll figure it out in a few years we'll see jump scares i don't know I, i really don't I think more psychological. I think that our generation has gotten more mental more, health, more mental health. <laughs> mental health yeah. is our big problem. Yeah. We're recognizing it. We're like, Ooh, this can, we can use this for like a lot of metaphors. And they're like, Baba duck, you know, like there's yeah. just so many these days and people Talk really to respond me. to them. Smile. Yep. A ton of them. Yep. 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 You're right. I, that's what I, I think that's, that probably that's what, what it is. is because culturally we're having more of an awareness of mental illness. Mm, I like Versus that. Poor Linda Blair, poor Reagan with her oh procedures. <laughs> Not a psychiatrist. They were like, we must do all the brain tests before oh we call God. in the psychiatrist. Before stupid. anyone gives her some sort of like personality disorder quiz. Exactly. We'll just. <laughs> it's, and then it's like the worst. They're like, oh, we need to call the psychiatrist now. It's like <gasps> the worst diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. We're going to have to send her away. She's yeah. got crazies. Ugh. Yeah. All right, now we have a segment called Children Review the Exorcist. What? So I found this website oh that God. posts like reviews that kids do for movies. Oh my God. All right, so we have a nine-year-old. Oh my God. That says, not scary. Not scary. Most people make out this movie to be one of the scariest movies of history. No, it is not. 
The only reason why people would think this movie is bad is because of all the swearing. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah, there's so many. Every single kid mentions swearing and every single kid mentions the scene where she's stabbing her vagina. That just like yeah. scarred the shit out of children. Nine is a lot. That's that's a lot for a nine-year-old. But it's just so funny. The nine-year-old's like not scary at all. All right, 12-year-old. For me, it depends on the child. I watched this movie last year and I was fine. But I know if my friend watched it, she would be scared out of her skin. That's so cute. That. This one's my favorite one already. 11-year-old. Fine for kids, but not scary enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is baby stuff. <laughs> Wait, my favorite. Fine for kids. I like to watch a lot of classic horror movies. However, this one disappointed me. Not a oh single God. scene in the movie is scary enough, and it all looks very fake. It's pretty Aww. boring, so I don't recommend. The only thing I would say is to skip through the scene where the girl violently masturbates with a crucifix. Skip it? No! Also, also the F-bomb is dropped multiple times. Also, oh words God. like bastard, shit, bitch, and cunt. What other horror movies, are, classic horror movies, are you watching? Because they're definitely saying I those words. I love this person. This person is a troll. It's probably me. I probably posted it's that. It's you. You're All right. My troll. last segment. This is great. Our top three demon quote countdown. Okay, let's go. All right. Number three. Shove it up your ass, you faggot. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good one. Great quote. Minus one point for Gaysler, But great quote. It's a demon. So that's the best part. Mm -hmm. Number two. Stick your cock up your ass, you fucking worthless cocksucker. <laughs> that's a good one. It's hard. You have to practice it. Extra points for two uses of the word cock in one sentence. I love it. And one insult. <laughs> say even. more. Say cock again. Yeah. Say cock again. Cock. <laughs> and then, of course, your of mother course. sucks cocks in hell. Number one. You have to do it in the voice. Do it in the voice, though. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. That was pretty good. A quotable masterpiece. Yeah, it is. your mother sucks cocks in hell is great and will be the intro to this episode. So you've got you guys have heard it. As <laughs> yes, Kate, I wrote down exactly what time it's at. I can get that for you if you need it. <laughs> Ariana texts me. She's like, can we use this? You like asked me. I was like, obviously, I was like, what we're else? definitely going to use this. <laughs> of course, we're using that. A very great. Always relevant. Always funny. Are we going to put it on the scoreboard, though? Like, are we going to like Wait, I want to rate it. Move it. Kate, tell me what you were rated. I know. Well, that. that's why I have to think. Um, I don't know what I gave it previously. Probably bad. Probably a three. Probably something like that. Uh, people got angry. So I'm going to say I appreciate this more talking to Ariana about like, first of all, how like generationally like your parents like showed you this movie and like how your your reaction to it is very unique and different, I think, than most people who watch this movie. So like the campy side of it. Like I didn't see it through that lens at all. The first few times I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Um, and now I can really enjoy those scenes and kind of like know they're coming and be excited for them. And that will help me get through yeah. all the boring parts. Cause there's so many, I get bored, I get bored. And I'm kind of like that with a lot of supernatural horror because there's a lot of mm. lulls between the scares we've talked about this i feel like mm -hmm. supernatural horror does miss the mark for you sometimes sometimes and like like i i do genuinely i like the witch ariana will come after me but i wanted to just like speed it up a little bit in in parts fair fair i was bored a little bit too for the yeah. witch but i love the witch but we love it yes. yeah so um I, I there's a lot more that i can forgive that i didn't the first time around and it is a really good movie and you make a lot of really good points so I'm going to say 
six, seven <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> seven out of 10. I don't know, man. There's just so many, just puddles of pee. <laughs> I was like, what's my favorite scene? I'm like, that one. <laughs> seven out of 10 episodes of inappropriate urination. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seven's pretty good. I'm so happy. Seven's, I feel like you almost good. gave it a six, though, which makes me think you wanted I'll, to give it a six. Well, I'm just like, seven is much higher than I thought I would give this going. Like, going into this, I was like, I don't know, maybe it's a five. Yeah. But you you made some convincing arguments. I'm not going to lie. Yes. Yeah. You, you've, you, you've charmed me. You've charmed <laughs> me, Ariana. Yes. That was the Sneaky goal. bastard. All right. Seven out of ten. <laughs> I like that. Obviously, I'm not going to say more than I've already said. Everyone knows I'm going to give this a 10 out of 10 cocksuckers. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> no notes. Always funny comfort movie. Watch it on Christmas. I can see this being a Christmas movie. Totally. Or a Thanksgiving movie. Thanksgiving. It's just a heartwarming family film. Just give thanks that this isn't you. Where is it right now on the scoreboard? So I'm heading over to nightlighthorrormovieclub.com backslash scoreboard or just like click the scoreboard button. Just click it. And Exorcist on our list of 111 movies so far is at number 14. And that is not where it started. I feel like Bryce just picked that place. Am I wrong? I just let him do it to be yeah. nice. I don't think you mm -hmm. had any input on that. No, I didn't. He 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 was angry and I needed to apologize in some way <laughs> <laughs> what were you guys doing poltergeist and you probably didn't yeah, like it as he, much as he him. saw it and he got really yeah. mad <laughs> i yeah. wouldn't let him put it above poltergeist though and he agreed okay that makes sense mm -hmm. to be very honest this is actually a lot higher than i thought it was i forgot mm -hmm. that you guys moved it up this high so i don't mm -hmm. feel strongly about moving it me either because the things above it vampire's kiss you still haven't seen it Kate put Vampire's Kiss above The Exorcist, guys. You haven't seen it, Ariana. Guys. You're going to fucking love it. Holy shit. Then Poltergeist, American Werewolf, it's staying. I'm sorry. Repo the genetic opera, which we were singing today, Ariana. We were singing Zydrate Anatomy today. So that's where it needs to be. American Psycho, you and I watched that together last week. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs, like, don't, you can't touch it. Yeah. Rocky Horror, which you disagree with, but I don't care. I'm Dr. Frankenfurter for Halloween. I have the temporary tattoo. That's where it goes. <laughs> Jennifer's Body. Perfect. Pearl. Perfect. Barbarian. Perfect. Hill House. Perfect. Ready or not. The thing. 14 is respectable as hell. I agree. I agree. I think 14, if I picked where I'd put it, which would definitely be in the top three, and if Kate picked where she would put it, I still feel like 14 would be... Which would be like the middle. Well, I feel like it'd probably be favoring where, you know, favoring me more than you. So I'm happy with 14. I, I think this is fair. And I think that, you know, the club, it reflects it reflects more people than just me. And the club started out as kind of like just me. But it, it's not just my... It's not just about me anymore. It's about you fucking weirdos with your <laughs> weird, disturbing movies that you like that Ariana's <laughs> making me watch now. And, and I'm starting to like them. You love them. I'm starting. Listen, I'm going to get you to like, hey, you liked Sleepaway Camp and you were so ready to not like it. You're right. You're right. It's good. Killer Clowns. You liked it way more than you thought you would. Killer Clowns was hilarious. Yeah. See, see, I think I think we're we're starting to rub off on each other a little bit. Sure. Just yeah, yeah. a little. The Venn diagram is getting closer and closer. <laughs> a little more overlap. A little overlap. Yeah, we like it. All right. Well, that's that's all the Exorcist 
brainwashing that I can take for one day. (laughs) (laughs) Successful brainwashing. Yay. (laughs) If you guys want us to fight more about movies, let us know. We can always go back and uh, re-review one of our old ones that Ariana didn't get to talk about uh, for some fresh fights. So, yeah. Shoot us an email if you want us to fight over a movie. Nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com. That's all I got. Amazing. That's all I have, too, guys. Thanks for letting me redo this one. It's definitely in my top three movies, so I'm glad I won. Love you guys. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Stay spooky. (laughs) Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Hell, hell, hell. (laughs) You do it so well. 